Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm going to give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind me. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join me in the sun. In time, they will help me accomplish wonders. After I've snapped a few necks, of course. I mean, I'm Alex. <laughs> and I'm Britton. I hope you enjoyed that uh, little dose of Here Come the Sequels Theater. Um, <laughs> we like to keep ourselves busy in these unprecedented times, do a little bit of play acting. Uh, maybe later on, Tyler yeah, will do a number uh, from Man of La Mancha. Th- thank you. Uh, thank you, Henry. You can, uh, you can go now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were, uh, that, were, that was your Henry Cavill. Your, your yes, I mean that's exactly. <laughs> no, that that was him. Wait, wait, oh, that okay. didn't sound right. He sounded too cheerful. <laughs> We're off to a okay. good start here. Um, this week we are Bye, talking guys. about. <laughs> We're talking Why about. Why bother? Fast and Furious Six. Now you're just um, doing an impression of me. I don't appreciate it. Correct. That was Eeyore. Fast and Furious. Why that could describe the new Superman. <laughs> everything it's not see we're going nowhere now that i've thought about it <laughs> tyler came up with the idea for for my phrase this week which by the way good job um i try what, what makes it even more perfect is that fast and furious 6 came out the same year as man of steel yes it did that is a fair point so fast and furious 6 <laughs> or as the actual movie would have you believe furious 6 um directed by justin lynn that came out in 2013 it has a 70% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and an 84% audience score hmm. and both of those are comparable to number 5 interesting Alex what's your best and worst thing that's a very good question Tyler I'm glad you asked <laughs> um to be honest this movie I wouldn't say it fell flat I still liked it a lot um, but it does feel like a little bit of a step back from from number five. Um, so so this one I had to give a, a good bit of thought to best and worst things. Um, I think my best thing, and this is just by virtue of it was one of the weaker elements for basically all of the other films, uh, the villain. I really like <laughs> Luke Evans as, as Shaw in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Statham's brother, as we find out in the, the yes. after credit scene, which is yes. amazing. Yes. Um, I, I really liked his performance. Um, I haven't seen Luke Evans in really that many things. It's, it's basically been this, uh, the Hobbit movies, as we talked about previously, and we liked him in those. Um, Dracula Untold. Mm-hmm. He is in that. I've never seen it. Um, and he plays <laughs> Zeus be- in Immortals, of all things. Oh, does he? Yeah. Interesting. Um, which is basically He's just Gaston like... Gaston in that uh, Beauty and the Thing. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. The... Yeah, he is. Yeah, look at look at Peculiar Bell. It's fine. <laughs> but basically, I, I I feel like Luke Evans is kind of an underrated actor. I feel like he should <laughs> I think be so in more things. I, I kind of feel bad about him being kind of the, the lead in Dracula Untold, and that's supposed to be like right. a franchise starter, and it completely fell apart. I think he's he's one of those actors that actually deserves to have like his own franchise. Um, True. So it was, it was just nice it's to okay. see him in this. He'll yeah. get picked up by the MCU eventually, I'm sure. Hopefully. You can play um, uh, 
Silver Surfer or like Nova or someone. I don't know. Just chuck him in one of those. It's fine. He'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I think half of it is just his voice. Like he's got a really sure. cool voice that he's able to use and sound like super menacing. Like he is he is the first villain genuinely in any of these movies where I felt like, oh, he's got, actually got like a threatening presence. Like he can actually challenge mm-hmm. these guys. None of the other villains ha- have been able to do that. So um, – like we said, it's similar to the MCU where they, they finally are starting to correct some of the errors that have been kind of systematic mm-hmm. throughout. Um, so the villains are starting to pick up. And I'm guessing based on Jason Statham being in the next one and sort of his longevity in the series, that continues to be yep. something they improve on. Um, so, yeah, basically any time Luke Evans was on screen, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm into, into this. Make him the next James Bond. Sure. I've I've thought about it and I've now decided yes I do want him a Silver Surfer that would be pretty good oh yeah that would be sure. pretty cool um, heck make him Galactus I don't care <laughs> <laughs> he's got the voice well for it. let's let's not go that far um, <laughs> Galactus you got all, you got to have something special for Galactus like a Dwayne Johnson uh, like a Dwayne Johnson mm. we're on the right I'm track. waiting for I'm waiting for Dwayne to get in that MCU I know. There's a, I think there's going to be a lot of overlap between these actors. <laughs> like, I feel like they'll, they'll all, all start to trickle over just because yeah. they're all in... It, it's very much the same mindset. Um, um, anyway. In terms of worst thing, I, I think it's... This is going to sound weird because it's going to sound like one thing, but I mean like a complete different context. The way they treat basically every female character... Mm-hmm. Um... And not just like, oh, they're sexualized, that type of thing. No, that's that's not my criticism at all. I think they're all just mishandled in terms of proper You You love structure. that. You love when women are sexualized. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, 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 I was the one that was going, guys, let's do all the James Bond movies. So. Sure, <laughs> sure. But um, I do agree. You guys want to watch I, Coyote Ugly? <laughs> the, the big problem for me is the, the way they kill off Gal Gadot's character. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, sure. It's not just that. It's it's kind of it's it's how they handle all of them. That's the problem. Yes. You combine all the elements and it ends up painting a not great picture. Should we because, should we put a pin in this and then cover each character individually, like all the characters yeah, in the movie? Sure. I feel like that may not be that may be because I I definitely agree and I see where you're going with everyone, all the all the female characters, and I feel like they're all worth. One's addressing. a damsel in distress. One gets killed off. One gets retconned into yeah. being alive, and one becomes a twist villain that is. I don't even know if it makes sense. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some weird execution in this movie. Was, you know, it feels like yeah. they were shocked by the success of number five, and they didn't actually know they were going to make another one, which is yeah. weird given the, the, the post credit scene in number five. But it feels like, like that one was super successful, and the studio said, all right, now give us another one. And they're like, what, 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 another one? <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Britton, what do you got? Um, So piggybacking off that, I think my worst thing, I don't really have like a strong worst thing, but I'll go with the, uh, I understand why we do another street race, and this street race does feed into the plot in a pretty important way, but I just didn't want another thing of, here's a bunch of women as decorations. Yeah. Which is frustrating because, to Alex's point, I, I don't... I mean, the women are sexualized in this, but not as badly as in other movies. And I think that... 
I, despite yeah, I, I feel like issues. It, it feels like every time they enter a race and they show like a quick montage of all the scantily clad women. Yeah. But it feels like every time they like cut it down by five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like right. less and less and less and less. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I, I do feel like the women, large, like those main four women are all like people with personalities. Maybe not Elsa Pataki, but mm-hmm. um, or not her specifically, but her character. Um, yeah, my best thing in this movie is going to be jumping. <laughs> there is a lot. There's, there's so, so much, much jumping. Gr- there's a lot of there's jumping. There's so much great jumping. Vin oh Diesel does a jumping headbutt at one point. Dwayne Johnson does a flying clothesline to a very big man who he does later, Oberyn Martell, that yes. dude, which is crazy. Because I saw him, I was like, is that the mountain? Yes. And I was like, no, that's the viper or whatever. Yeah. And then... There's totally a part where, like, they flip a tank on these big, like, suspended highways, and then Michelle Rodriguez is like, oh, no, and then she flies off into the air, and then Vin Diesel's yes. like, Ugh! and then he, pull, he he gets his D20, does a quick uh, acrobatic saving throw, and speaking of saving throws, he also flips into the air, catches Michelle Rodriguez in midair, and then they fly to the other side of the suspended highways and land safely, cracking but not breaking the uh, windshield of a car. And- it's Awesome. The best part of that, too, is that later they're like, Michelle Rodriguez is like, how did you know there was going to be a car to, to break our fall? And I'm like, what? Why is that any better than the road? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Don't address it. Oh, it was one of those uh, uh, Hasbro soft cars. <laughs> it's a plush car. Yeah, you know, it was one of those um, soft wheels. There, There's a bit, there's a jump where Dwayne Johnson, he's, he's, I forget exactly what the setup is, but somehow he ends up jumping Oh yeah, I think he's he's driving on a level like two stories above on a road, uh, looking over another mm. road where somebody is. Maybe it's uh, Luke Evans. I can't remember one of the bad guys, and he jumps. He he has his sidekick who turns out to be a uh, traitor uh, take over the wheel, and he jumps out and just like there's no there's no explanation for how this, he's fine after this twenty foot mm-hmm. jump onto another mo- car while he's moving. He just does, and he just lands yep. on it. And I just <laughs> was grinning from ear to ear for like I a have... solid ten yes. seconds. I actually think that might be another worse thing for me because <laughs> no no not not the fact that they completely just throw physics out the window. I'm okay with that. They've done that in mm-hmm. the previous movies. They're just escalating it. That's fine. But when you get to the end and people are flying off the airplane and it's like yes. I don't know if they're actually dead or not. There aren't sure. consistent yeah. rules in this universe. How do I know? We got to address that. Um yeah. But basically I just I loved all the jumping and I thought that Really and truly, I think as a thrill ride movie, I had a ton of fun with mm-hmm. this. Like, yeah. I was pretty nonplussed outside of the action sequences, but the action sequences I thought were fantastic. Yeah, e- and like everything, especially with the tank. at the end. Yeah, Every- oh, the whole oh, yeah, thing yeah. with the tank. <laughs> and um, uh, addendum, I really liked all of the hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. in this movie because for a franchise that started out where the action sequences, quote unquote, were really just car chases mm-hmm. and races. They've evolved. Like all of these main actors are really cap- are really competent with the hand to hand fight choreography. Yep. Like, I, 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 obviously there are stunt people utilized, but like Paul Walker gets into a, a fight with John Ortiz and two other guys, and a lot of that looks like Paul Walker, and he handles it really well. Tyrese and Han have a great fight with one martial artist dude who's awesome. They both handle that choreography really well, um, I, and obviously like Dwayne Johnson does a great job with fight choreography because that was his job. Um, but I feel like all of these actors 
got into this franchise without maybe without knowing like oh we're eventually going to have having to do like martial mm-hmm. arts and like stuff but like Michelle Rodriguez held her own with Gina Carano who is an professional who's a professional yeah. fighter like I really enjoyed all the hand to hand fights and I thought that um all the actors just did a really great job with them which is something that you think well yeah they're in an action movie they should be but considering where this franchise started and where all these actors came on board it's it's pretty impressive that they can do all of it as well as they can mm-hmm. there you go that's me um, I think my best thing, uh, two, two weeks running, it's going to be Dwayne Johnson. Um, sure. we'll see, we'll see if he runs the streak all the way to Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, I'll be curious to see. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's just a ton of fun in this. Um, he gets, he gets a little bit yeah. more to do in terms of like having fun. Um, he's got some great, some great, just like dumb, hilarious scenes with, uh, Tej and, um, Roman. And oh yeah, for sure. I have a feeling that your best thing about Hobbs and Shaw is going to be the combination of Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the real the real twist would be if I say uh, Dwayne Johnson for the next two movies, and then Jason Statham for Hobbs and Shaw. Um, oh my god! But yeah, I think he's a ton of fun. Like like you were saying, Britain, he's obviously like I mean, he's a wrestler in general, a performing wrestler, uh, and knows how to act with his body. And he's great at it, yeah. and uh, he's menacing. Um, you, you put into my mind the idea of uh, instead of the the episode of Game of Thrones, the mountain and the viper, it's the mountain and the people's elbow, um, which I quite like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's uh, he's he's great. He's just a ton of fun. I think whenever he's on on screen, that's when I'm I was most engaged in the movie and most like yeah, I'm fun with it. Um, yeah, he is such a magnetic yeah. presence. Uh, I think I'm going to be more negative on this. I didn't, I didn't hate the movie, but I think I'm going to be lower on this than the two of you based on your reactions, which is interesting because I felt like this was a lot like Fast and Furious, the, the fourth one. Um, gotcha. I was, and I, think, I was getting similar vibes, not, not to the same degree, but I was getting similar and vibes. And I think I was the most positive on that one. I could be wrong. I don't remember our exact grades. Um. Uh, yes, just yeah. just barely above Britain, but you were. Yeah. Um, this one, I was, I, I guess, because it felt like kind of a uh, regression. I was uh, frustrated by it at times. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get abstract here. Uh, <laughs> you know, with with like a movie trailer, right? You the idea of a movie trailer is to show you scenes that will get you excited, with the promise that the movie will like connect these, that the movie will will. Uh, set these up in a way that they flow and they're exciting and they're interesting. And like, if you've ever seen a, a movie trailer where, uh, there's a lot of just random scenes that you think, Oh, those look really, really exciting. But then when you watch the movie, you realize there's not a lot of connective tissue there. Um, right. it's not the same thing as, Oh, the movie tra- trailer gave too much away or whatever. Um, but just in terms of you watch the movie and realize, Oh, that, that trailer was, there was nothing else really added to this beyond what I already got from mm-hmm. the trailer, what I already kind of under, understood there to be. That was kind of the the feeling I had watching this entire movie. I feel like there is a lot of, not disconnected, but um, not really uh, well-paced scenes put together. There there are individual scenes that are quite good. There are some that I had problems with. Um, but I just felt like it was... A lot of sort of stop and start, and I didn't feel a lot of urgency moving towards the climax. Um, mm. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that in the last movie they had, everyone had this very specific goal. Okay, we got to pull off the heist against 
uh, Reyes. Reyes. Yes, there we go. Um, and so everyone had a part, and everyone, you know, was given a role and something they could do, and and kind of had their cog in the the mechanism to turn. Um, and so we got different scenes with everybody, sort of how they were contributing to the heist, and uh, it all kind of worked together. And they're obviously all racing against Dwayne Johnson, and they're racing against Reyes as men, and so they're all trying to to, to make that work. Um, and I felt like the last movie had a really good pace to it and really good energy and momentum. Um, where this one, even though there's actually less people, they don't have, uh, is it Theo and Santos or Leo and Santos? I can not keep them straight. Not a hundred percent sure. The two guys that clearly the movie did not care that much to bring back because they just are written out. We don't see them at all. Right. Um, they're gambling somewhere, I think. Uh, something like that. They're both gone and we bring back everyone else. And we also find ways to get rid of both Mia and um, Dom's sort of girlfriend who might get the worst into the stick in terms of the way the females are treated in this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, and they both disappear. And yet somehow the movie still doesn't seem to know what to do with all these characters. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do have a more compelling villain this time. But, I mean, you could argue Dwayne Johnson was the villain last time and he was compelling. Uh, so it's not, I don't know how much of an excuse that is, but I just, I, it kept seeming like they were giving excuses to send characters off on side missions from, from the main hub and just be like, all right, you go, you go do this now. Um, oh, yeah. and there was a lot of back and forth like that and splitting up characters and stuff. And so we got some fun combinations out of it. Um, but I just don't know that it all came together for me in a way that I felt like I was watching the, the team in action. Um, I don't know. There, that was a lot of rambling there, but basically, I, I guess my overall worst thing was that it did not feel like there was much momentum to the plot, I guess, to summarize. Um, sure. I just felt like we were kind of jumping around back and forth for a bit. Yeah, and I, I think that's partially just because this is a different sort of plot than the last one. Yeah. The last one is we are planning for the big heist. This is yeah. something that we are mm-hmm. proactively going about and taking care of, as opposed to this one where it's just we're waiting for the bad guy to do something. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> and, he's doing yeah. something. Yeah. And I use the last one as an example. Obviously, that's not like the the only way you can uh, have momentum to your plot. But uh, I think it's a big contrast when you compare the two because they're right next to each other. It's kind of like, oh, we're, we're slowing things way down with this. And we're kind of stumbling our way forward now that we had our big explosive uh, kind of triumphant team up of all these movies. Now this time we're like, uh, you want us to do more? So, I don't know. Well, yeah, and I wonder, um, uh, I, I wonder if some of that came from with the fifth one, if they were like, oh yeah, we don't know if we're doing a sixth one. And so that's why the, the emotional heft I think is, it lands better. Whereas in this one, it's like, eh, we're going to do a seventh one. So let's just kind of make stuff happen. That's also very true. And this one, I think, uh, I had brought up that I was kind of not feeling this one as much uh, in our little group chat. And Britton, you had mentioned that maybe this was sort of gearing up for the next one uh, in sort of the same way that the fourth one set pieces in place for the fifth one. And I'm I'm hoping, and I think that might be the case, um, especially knowing how much people love Furious 7. Um, yeah. I, I get the feeling that maybe this one, the, the biggest part was just trying to get Letty back on the team, uh, introduce sure. Luke, Luke Evans so that we know kind of what his deal is and what Jason Statham's deal is. It felt like they were 
maybe setting up some pieces much in the same way that the fourth one has to bring everyone back together in terms of Dom and Brian and Mia and trying to yeah rope everyone back in. One, so. this, this also sets up like, oh, and now that they're kind of friendly with this guy in Interpol, here's reasons for them to all keep doing yes. this in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like, and none of these movies have I been like riveted by the plot, but I, I do feel like the last one, I just was like, yeah, I'm with it. Let's go. And we're all, and like you said, we're always moving towards that end goal. And in this one, there's a lot of like, um, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> I think, I think side missions is the right, yeah. uh, the right phrase for that. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about, um, <laughs> the, that Letty, uh, got amnesia? <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I wondered about that. On the one hand, like, I mean, it makes sense for this this franchise to do that. Given, like, <laughs> it's a su- given that it's a super, like, that's what I would expect a soap opera to do. Sure. And this sure. it really sure. is kind of a that's soap true. opera. That's true, yeah. But on the other hand, like, the fact that we spent so much time on trying to figure out how she died in number four, just to be like, oh, the guy decided to blow up the car instead of just shooting her in the head. And that just pushed her a little bit, and she forgot everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I will say I like that. So the scene where Vin Diesel talks to her, I, I got I was kind of like half and half on mm-hmm. it. Because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, I'm a little icked out that he's like, you don't really know who I am, but I'm going to keep touching you and <laughs> acting like da-da-da-da-da. But, uh, but also, I feel like he was getting more tactile with her as she was getting more inviting. Like they were building that, that chemistry together. So that was okay. Right. Um, but I, I, I tell you something I, I did like, I liked that when Paul Walker came back from his, uh, from his DLC, <laughs> when he came back from his, from his, um, uh, fast and furious, the fourth one, uh, epilogue DLC. <laughs> <laughs> right from from his from his most wanted mission, which I did appreciate, came... despite me not feeling John Ortiz's performance. Like I didn't like him very much as the villain in the fourth one. I, I respected, like, oh hey, you kept that villain alive. Yeah. Let's bring him back. Let's do something with that. And then... well, and it's a nice because Brian has sort of faded to the background a little bit in these movies, and it was a nice way to remind you of like, hey, his being a cop is not just plot stuff. Right. It was not just like set set dressing like. Here's the decision he made in the past, and here's how it. Here, here's the the consequences mm-hmm. of that decision. Right. And and I liked that as a character thing and as a plot driven thing. We've talked about how these movies, shot, they 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 have a really good handle on the continuity from movie to movie yeah. of like, we need to get this person to this place. And I don't know. I think it's it's it shouldn't be as impressive as it is because it shouldn't be as rare as it is. Yeah, right. it, it, like it's it's just competent. And that's that's yeah. immediately is is above average for this for a franchise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they especially bring back, a franchise but, on movie six. I mean, come on. Yeah, and then they bring back the police officer. Britain remind me of his Shea Wiggum. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shea Wiggum. Yes. Mm-hmm. They bring him back. Well, yeah, because they it, do another gag where Brian beats him up and throws his face into the wall and it breaks his nose or whatever. That was great. <laughs> like, all right, you have my respect but for I, that. Yeah. Good job with the but DLC. I was really happy. <laughs> Because Brian, Brian goes on this mission and learns in that that he is partially responsible for what happened to Letty. And that some of this is on his shoulders and he has a lot of guilt. And he goes back 
and tries to talk to Dom about it. And I was so happy that the movie didn't have them get into a big fight and then they've got to split up and then, you know, they've got to reconcile later. Dom was just like, hey, whatever happened, that's for you. Well, that's the weird... But this is for her. Well, that's the weird thing because I respected that because I'm like, okay, we're not just retreading the conflict from the fourth film because that's exactly what the fourth film was about. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, Brian's feeling bad just like he did in the fourth one. Like, it, it was his fault regardless. Yeah, yeah, and and I did want a little bit more of him getting to like come to peace with that. But I like it's such a tropey thing in movies to have main to have like main characters just split up midway through because that's what the movie needs them to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to create artificial conflict. But in this, they were like, "We're not going to do that. Don't worry about it. It's all family and whatnot." Um, but yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I, I I appreciated that we managed to like not not uh, rely too heavily on that on that trope. I think I'm just kind of afraid that Letty doesn't really group work in this group dynamic that they've set up just because she's not been present for most of this. Sure. Like, I'm interested to see moving forward if Michelle Rodriguez is able to kind of, like, it, how her camaraderie with the rest of the group kind of, if it improves yes. at all. Because I don't want to have watched this film and then get to the next one and be like, well, you shouldn't have brought her back. Like, she's not bringing anything to this. Yeah. Counterpoint, uh, Gal Gadot and uh, Han are both gone, so... That's true. There's there's only so much to re-sort Which, of... by the way, I knew... I, we all knew that something was going to happen with their relationship, and, and Han was going to end up going to Tokyo, because that's what happens. Mm. Um, yeah. But the way they telegraph it in this movie is just... It was kind sure. of painful. <laughs> well, and, it's, and this is what you're talking about, the way the women are treated... I, I knew watching the movie, like, okay, I know Gal Gadot is not in the rest of these movies. Is not in, I don't know when she leaves, but I know she is not in the movies right now because she's Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. Right. And I know that Han goes to Tokyo, and I, I like the way the movies get him to Tokyo, except for the Gal Gadot thing. But for their answer to be like, um, I guess she dies. Well, <laughs> yes. The, the thing, I, I would have been fine with her making some sort of sacrifice play, but not in the same movie where we retcon a previous female protagonist coming back. It's, sure. It feels like we're, we're just trading them. Like, and and that, that seems just very weird to me as, as a creative decision. Um, I, I, I was very, very frustrated by that. And then especially, like, at the end when they're... Dom's walking out of the fire because they think he yes. died. And they're like, oh my god, yeah. Dom's alive! And there's, like, triumphant music playing. I was expecting, like, fireworks mm-hmm. in the background and Michael Bay would be shooting the whole thing. Mm. <laughs> but then, like, it pans over to Han and the only ones that are consoling him are Brian and Mia. Yeah. yeah. Like, Guys, you you just... Yeah. I thought this was about a family. You just lost one of your family. Like, yeah. can, we, yeah. can we... Can this ending be a bit more somber? And, and it's sort of, like, shoehorned into the middle of the celebration. Yes. Like, Han, they, it's it's they not even, like, how, how the scene then, ends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are pieces of that. Like, I, I like that she sacrificed herself to save Han. That's a cool little stunt. That's a neat moment. And then I, I really liked watching him, like the way Sung Kang mm-hmm. played it, mm-hmm. and then the way that he was reacting with uh, Mia and Brian. And I loved when Brian just hugged him. Yeah, that it wasn't like a bro pat. It was like a real like I'm just gonna hug you. Um, we've talked about the sensitivity of the men in these movies, which is. For movies like this, big thumbs up. They continue to do it. and But yeah, it, it all just felt very like 
the only reason this character is dying is because she doesn't fit in our our retconned canon. We, we, yeah. we've, of we've how... hit our quota of women in these movies. We got to off one of them now. Like that's what <laughs> it felt like. No, it did. And yeah, it's... well, well, and that like she's not in the Tokyo Drift, which we've now set in the future. So I guess we got to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. I mean, the, I guess the weirdest thing to me is that at no point. So so Gal Gadot gets introduced. Introduced, introduced in Fast and Furious, the, the fourth one. No, she's dust at the end. That, yes, um, and in I that, mean, based on the physics, she could still be alive. She could be back for Fast very fast 10. easily, and I want to talk about that. However, um, <laughs> consequences. She, who needs them? She meets Vin she's Diesel and head. has like an introductory relationship with Vin Diesel, where they they start to like, oh, is she a new love interest? And it's like, no, she's not. Sure, sure. And so, like, she's the first one. Or the, Vin Diesel was the first one to like connect with her, yeah. And then in um, Tokyo he, Drift, he is the reason that she joins the team. Yes. <laughs> and in Tokyo Drift, she's the one. Or in Tokyo Drift, um, Vin Diesel is the one who goes to find Han because he's like, or goes to find, I guess, find Lucas Black because he's like Han's family. Um, and he doesn't talk to either of them. Like he doesn't have any any sort of final moment with. Gal Gadot before she dies. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. talk with Han. He never consoles Han. There's no scene where he like t- reaches out to him and is like, I'm so sorry, man. You know, she she was a good girl and whatever. I don't know. She was a good woman. You were a good, <laughs> good man. Um, there, there's none there of that. Was, I wonder if there was some kind of reshoot issue that was affecting all of Maybe. this. Maybe. Because there were a couple of spots that I noticed where it's like, oh, that's like a glaring continuity error. Who who like missed that? Mm. Like, There's a scene where... where uh, the Rock is just like driving in a car, and he's just like trading exposition over the phone, and he's missing his facial hair. Hmm. In between two scenes of him having his like his, his normal facial hair, maybe I don't so. know. this is who I don't know if it was just me, um, or if I maybe I'm I'm crazy, and and it's like oh clearly he he had his facial hair. What are you talking <laughs> about? But that was something I noticed. I was like midway. I would buy it. There's a lot of weird stuff. Um, also. And it- one thing that really hurt Gal Gadot's death, I'm I, I'm going to keep going on about this as long as I see it in action movies. Quit speeding up the footage of the fight. I swear to God, that whole fight when, when they're hanging on the cars mm-hmm. and it's her and Han versus the one guy, all of it was sped up. I swear. Could be. And that was that was taking me out of it. I'm like, oh, now I'm supposed to feel it, emotional. So okay. so I feel like now we need to address the the way she actually dies because uh, the they entire final set piece. If you haven't seen this, is there's a big like uh, military plane? It's probably like an AC-130. Is that a plane number? That's probably a plane number. It's um, not a plane. It's a planet. Whatever it is, which uh, may be one of the worst lines of dialogue I've ever heard in a movie. Yeah, that was weird. Um, it's an ATAT. I don't know. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's flying off, and and Lucas Lucas Black, Luke Evans, and um, his crew are trying to escape on it, and they've captured Mia, and they're gonna kill Mia because they have her as a hostage, and that's how he got out. Um, there's other things there. We'll talk about them. And they're all the, the, the Fast and Furious crew are driving up, and they start like shooting harpoons up at the wings because they all Which have harpoons. I think it's a very yeah. nice element in terms of just like they steadily build that as a plot point of like, yeah. oh, we stole these these grappling devices from, from the guy who was building all these fancy cars right. for Luke Evans and his crew. Right. Oh, hey, let's ludicrous try and make that more powerful yeah yeah and then they use um, it i like that and so they're 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 dangling from the the 
planes, the wings of the plane, because they're shooting through the uh, flaps to stop it from taking off and from being able to control itself. Um, and so all these cars are dangling from it. it. They're not, and this is the weirdest part to me, they're not dangling like 30 feet off the ground. They're not, it's not like the plane is starting to take off and these cars are just flapping around in, in you know, the air. It's, right. These cars are sitting on the ground on their front wheels being dragged along by the plane. And so there's not the drop from the top of the back of the car to the ground is like eight, nine feet, maybe something like that. And the setup for this is that Gal Gadot is and, and Han are fighting this dude because their cars have gotten interlocked with an, a, an evil dudes. And um, Han is trying to, to help her up because she almost fell off. And then this other guy is coming up. And so uh, Gal Gadot jumps off or like lets go and shoots at the guy in midair and, and, and kills him. And then she gets... Well, no, she doesn't kill him because Han still has to fight oh, him Oh, yeah, afterwards. well, she, I guess, stops him. That's weird. Yeah, um, no, which makes it even yes. worse. And so then Gal Gadot gets sucked into the nether realm. <laughs> um, she, she just... <laughs> well, she ends up in Themyscira, yes, yeah. She just disappears into darkness, and it's like, the ground's mm-hmm. right there. Either I mean, A... I'd, I'd, I'd rather that than, than them show her have, like, a horrible death. Well, that's my problem, is that the way it's... But then again, it is shot in a way where it's like they could easily bring her back. Yeah, it's, it's shot in a way where it's, it's not like, definitive in any Given way. the rest of this movie, she could have easily survived that. <laughs> like, uh, Don't worry, she yeah. just the, broke, her, the, she broke her shoulder, then Mackenzie Davis walked in and snapped it back into Pretty place. much. Like, the danger, she walked it off like a champ. Yeah, the danger is that like the plane's going pretty fast. But it's being dragged down by a bunch of cars, so it's not like... It doesn't seem to be going at, like, you know... I don't, I don't know what speed you would expect to be going, but it doesn't need to be going that fast. Well, I mean, it's got to be going like half a mile an hour because that is the longest runway. <laughs> yes, that too. Like, I think it, I think it runs the, the, the <laughs> circumference of the planet. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like they wanted the actual thing to be that it was going to be up in the air for the final fight. And maybe they, there were problems with actually getting that shot and making that work, like making those effects work. Like, it was going to be too expensive to show it, to, to do, like, the green screen of it being up in the air and the car is dangling and all. Like, that's what it felt like to me because it was such a bizarre thing because it's like she disappears into blackness. And it's like, yes, like, realistically, any, any normal person would have died from that. But also, you could easily just show her, like, tuck and roll. And it would just be like, oh, she's fine because these are the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> and it's really weird. And then they do the same thing with Luke Evans. <laughs> the, the plane's oh, up Gina, a little bit higher. Gina Carano as well. Well... Don't, she shoots her with a harpoon gun, doesn't she? I mean, she yeah. she does, but still, like it's a same, it's a similar shot where she goes flying out and she just kind sure. of fades into blackness. But at least, at least that's something. Whereas, and again, sure. that reinforces the fact that kind of seems like they wanted the plane to be in there. Um, but then, also, Gina Carano had body armor, so she's got that going. For yeah, her. I suppose. Um, but yeah, Luke Luke Evans also same thing. He gets thrown out of the plane, like the hangar of the plane. When the hangar, the back end of the plane where the hangar is, like is just about touching the ground i mean again yes makes sense if you just want to say he's dead but i feel like you got to give us a little bit more to go with like it feels like the planes we got to know what rules you're playing by if if all of this is a cartoon treat it all as a cartoon they would survive that it feels like you've got to do something where maybe there's there's burning oil leaking out of the the planes hangar the engines or something so that like the runway's on fire if you're going to do right. something like that like mm. like behind the plane if they fall they're going to get you know consumed by the flames 
Um, because I seriously, by the end of it, I was think, I was expecting during, when Vin Diesel was walking out of the uh, the flames of the plane when it crashes at the end. I was expecting Gal Gadot to like walk up after we show like, oh, Han's sad. Oh wait, there she is. Like I was expecting that. I thought that was going to be what they do, just because it felt that telegraphed and felt that weird to kill her off in that way. Um, it was very strange, and that frustrated me a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not no. she's not making Wonder Woman movies, so she already made it. So maybe she's going to be in the yeah. next couple Fast and Furious. It would not surprise me. Uh, she she's why Justice that, is coming but... in uh, Furious Nine because uh, she comes back to Avengers. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a play on words. The uh, oh, oh god, um, Batman versus Superman Justice is coming. Um, <laughs> The so what, what's the name of Vin Diesel's love interest in the last movie? Her name was like Naya ne- ne- or something. <laughs> sure, I never got. It's Elsa Pataki, is of yeah. course um, the, the actress. She Elena. Oh, yeah. I want to I want to move on Elena. to talk about her for a second because she just she <laughs> she realizes that Letty is is back at the beginning with Vin Diesel, and then she just is like, yeah, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm going to check out. And then at the end of the movie, she's like, yeah, yeah I'm fine with this. I'm going to check out. <laughs> and that's, that's it. <laughs> I, think, dude, I think she saw her get out of jail free card and was like, was like, I don't like this guy. Wow. You know, oh my gosh. No. All he would do just... was show me triple X movies. Like he wouldn't stop. <laughs> Every other word he says is family. <laughs> he only drinks Corona. I don't. What is. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. And I have to lay so specifically on him in bed so that it doesn't count as nudity what you see, but it's still provocative. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, well, I, I, again, I think by the end of the movie, she was like, he was like, are you sure you're okay with it? And she was like, again, I'm married to Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> this is fine. I'm going to be okay. I, I've known you. We We talked a little bit in the last movie. I haven't. I, we've never been in a relationship. I don't know who you are. Like, <laughs> I got your cross and everything. I have, but... I have th- and then it turns out there's a deleted scene where it's just like a farce where, like, she came over to, like, ask, she she came to ask him about the thing that Hobbs was going to ask about, but then, like, oh, sorry, my ironing. Oh, my goodness, I'm sorry, I set your clothes on fire. What? What? And it's like a crazy farce, and that's why they end up naked together in bed. They never had sex. It was just like a crazy misunderstanding. At home with the Toretto's. Exactly, <laughs> and their neighbor and their and their neighbor Don Knotts comes in. He's like, "What in the world?" <laughs> yeah, well, I had said in the last movie that I liked how she didn't get relegated to being a love mm-hmm. interest, and here we I, go. I would have been comfortable with it if she became a part of the group, and over yeah. the course yeah. of the movie, they showed their their relationship kind of splintering because Don wants to be with Letty. Mm-hmm. Like, if they actually showed that develop, right. but you can't just have her at the beginning and the end and just light switch. Oh, yeah, that that char- that that tertiary character from, from the second or from the previous film, she's gone. Yeah. Well, but that said, though, and this is a darned if you do, darned if you don't situation. This is why she shouldn't have been a love interest. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because no, no, no. You're totally right. Love interest, totally right. Yeah, by making her a love interest, you either have to do this light switch thing or we got to do a love triangle. And I don't want a love <laughs> yeah. triangle in my Fast and Furious yeah, movie. I would agree. I mean, I do, but like we've already got that Tej between, and Roman uh, forever. <laughs> between Don, Te- Tej, no, no, Roman, and Dwayne between, Johnson. <laughs> uh, Fair. I was going to say between Dom, Brian, and uh, Tyrese, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. 
between between Dom Letty and any car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to quickly cite uh my two laugh out loud moments in this movie. Uh which are both in praise of the movie, like jokes that because a lot of the jokes in this movie I think are fine. They're sold well because Ludacris and Tyrese are funny performers. Yep. I thought it was a um, significant the, step down in terms of just like one-liners from from yeah, the previous. Yeah, film. I mean the script the scripted material is not very strong. Like, but the like, Rock has have to cares- deal with some clunkers in mm-hmm. this, and he handles right. it like a champ. But yes. I I thought it was noticeably like, oh, that's that's the line they forced you to say. <laughs> yeah, when there's a like a lot of Tyrese's lines, I'm like. He said this in a funny way, but that's not a funny sentence. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, even so much that they have to have Ludacris in the background going, oh, that's funny. After mm-hmm. he says it, I'm like, I'm not laughing. You think because he says, oh, that's funny, I'm going to start laughing? That's not how that works. Right. What do you think I am, the Joker? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Luke Evans would be there's the a, Joker. There's a... Yeah. May, I, guess. I mean, I guess. <laughs> and Chris Bridges would be a great... Professor Pig. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, I will say I don't know if I've seen Ludacris in things before these movies. I really like him in movies. Yeah. He's a lot of fun in these. He's a good actor. Anyway, um, but there's uh, the scene where Brian and I'm going to say Vin Diesel, they go to some like convenience store or something. Yes. They beat they up go to some a guys. To, pawn shop, yeah. And they get information. Because they got to find Diesel where Bloody's a bunch of people. came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Vin Diesel trashes a bunch of folks, and then he leaves. And as they're walking out, Paul Walker kind of looks at the at all the people just laying on the ground, and he goes, "All right, y'all take care." <laughs> and he leaves. That's a good one. I thought that was really funny. Um, but the other one that got me apparently was improvised, according to the IMDb trivia. At the end, when uh, they're having the big barbecue, which I really liked that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dwayne Johnson is walking in and Tyrese is like, oh, you better hide the baby oil. And he goes, you better hide that big square word forehead. <laughs> Said you better hide that forehead. And then uh, Ludacris like gives a spit take. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so well, funny. I, I, I got like, confused about that. The timing is so good. I got confused about that because Ludacris, based on you saying that it was improv, Ludacris makes it that like exact same joke earlier in the film. That's what I'm saying. Like he made the joke about it, and then I guess they filmed this later. So Dwayne Johnson was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that back." Okay. That tells or me that he just that tells me that the Rock actually reads the scripts, which I respect. <laughs> <laughs> He's a professional. Um, or he made that very funny joke, and then they went, "Ooh, let's let's let's." Set oh, hey, up we're doing reshoots. The Rock doesn't have his mustache, but we can totally rip off his joke. Yeah. <laughs> But either way, I, I thought that was just – it was so quick. Yeah. Like the timing of it was so good and the delivery is so good. And then watching Ludacris just do a genuine spit take, I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. So, again, I, I don't feel like the scripted stuff was that funny outside of the – all right, you guys take care. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I do wonder based on uh, on Tyler's criticism that this feels more like the fourth one. And, and sort of where we came down on that one was that it was taking it t- itself way too seriously. I'm not sure if that's the problem with this one or if it's yeah. just the jo- less jokes land than the yeah. last one. Yeah. Like like if, if right. the jokes just worked in this one, I'd probably feel a lot better about it. Yeah. Um like like there's that whole situation at the beginning where the rock is just like beating up that guy in the interrogation room and they're like, Is this legal? Yeah. I'm like that Yeah. I don't care if 
you can't lampshade that. That still doesn't make sense <laughs> because immediately afterwards, Gina Carano's like, you know, Interpol cut, uh, got that footage and audio. I'm like, yeah, then they're going to go arrest The Rock now, right? <laughs> well, I think, though, these movies play way better to me as action comedies. A little bit. Yeah. Slash soap opera melodramas than like when they were actually trying to be soap opera melodramas. Well, I, I immediately thought of, or, or I was trying to think of better ways to integrate something like that because clearly The Rock beating up a guy in an interrogation room—that's that's for yucks. That's for everyone to laugh. So I was yeah. wondering if the intro scene for The Rock should be when he finds Vin Diesel, and he's like, "Here's the job," and then he goes, "Oh well, mm. I had to. F- I, I beat up one of Shaw's guys to figure out where he is." And then Vin Diesel goes, "Oh, how'd you get the information out of him?" And then, uh, yeah, and then the Smash Rock goes, "I I asked nicely." And then like a quick five second montage of him just beating the crap yeah. out of this guy. Yes, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be funny. Yeah, <clears throat> like uh, adding yeah. less context to that scene has it make more sense somehow. <laughs> what did you guys think of Gina Carano's performance? Obviously, she handled the action stuff well. I think she's well, all right. What did you think of her? I mean, yeah, I mean, she's really not given anything to, like heavy. She's not given any heavy lifting, which is probably a good thing. I don't know. I haven't seen her in that many things. I'm I think glad she's glad that they mm. didn't make her a part of the team. She doesn't have any charisma in this, and except for the action sequences. Well, of course, she's good at the action sequences because that's that's yeah. her thing. But like, I I think she's slowly developed as an actress because I've seen her in a few different things. Um. Like what else? She, I know she was in Haywire. She's in Haywire she where do? she's dubbed, so kind of hmm. just push that to the side. Um, Deadpool, she's a uh, right the, the bad guy's right hand woman in that, and she's actually kind of oh. funny. Oh, um, and then she's in the Mandalorian, where she's right. actually pretty good. Oh wow, yeah. Oh cool, cool, cool. So I, I think she's she's steadily gotten better just with more parts. But I, I think kind of this early on in her acting career, I don't think she she would have worked. Could have made the jump. Okay. Um, I think she's she's fun in that scene with Gal Gadot where they're going to um, interrogate the oh yeah uh, dude with the harpoons what what yeah um, I I think and and that's more Gal Gadot than uh, well it's her. mostly just Gina Carano smirking and then like yes. beating the guy up yeah um, yeah. And I think the the big elephant in the room is the the really dumb twist they give that she's the traitor, a traitor. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Because did that make sense to either of y'all? Because I was immediately thinking back to why does she beat up Letty as bad as she does if she's working for Shaw the whole time? Like I, I was starting to piece things, yeah. trying to piece things together. I'm like, I don't think this this doesn't seem like an actual twist. Well, the biggest problem is that it does it has no effect on the movie. Because yeah, yeah, I, say, I, yeah do, I suppose do we, does I suppose there need the, to have been? Yeah, that is the the bigger problem. They've already given. Did, did there need to have been? Yeah, a they've already given them the green light to escape because they have Mia as a hostage. So like, the police, Interpol, whoever, they've already said, okay, fine, and, and Dom's team, I guess, they're all saying no. They, he has a hostage. We have to let him go. Uh, when Gina Carano turns traitor, and so. They were. She was already able to unlock Luke Evans' head in cuffs without having to actually do anything. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she also is a traitor and goes with them. And it yeah. doesn't. There's no. 
It would be one thing if she somehow pulled something that allowed them to escape. Or or she's the one pushing... Maybe there's some debate between the general guy and the rock and, and, yeah. and her about, like, oh, mm. what should we do? Do we let them go? Do we, we tell yeah. Dom and if the she's team saying do? we don't trade lives or something like that. Yeah, something like that. No. Do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think all that really did was it gave us an extra... Oh, okay, actually... This this leads into something else I really liked about the movie. I liked that the fin- final action sequence had a lot of rematches from earlier yeah. in the movie. Yeah. That like now Michelle Rodriguez is fighting Gina Carano, but our allegiance has switched, and they've got. I think it's like Paul Walker has to drive against the little Batmobile thing <laughs> that Clara Paget's driving. Mm-hmm. Um, that had had undone him earlier, and I think and like. Hannah Roman fought somebody they fought earlier in the movie. Like, everybody, like, not everybody, but a lot of people got to fight the, someone who yeah. beat them earlier, which I thought was pretty and, cool. And uh, Vin um, Diesel and The Rock both fighting the same guy was was fun. Yeah. Um, that, I loved the way they shot, where, like, they're all having their own little scrapes, but then Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson are facing off against Luke Evans and the very big yeah. man. And the way they frame both of that, we were like, oh, and they're like playing off each other. They're throwing the guy around and punching him, and it's good stuff. Oh man! When I was, it was really wild seeing somebody like win against Dwayne Johnson, mm-hmm. who is bigger than Dwayne Johnson, and was like <laughs> subdued. They really, not like Dwayne Johnson was really had to cast like, the net Dwayne wide jo- to find someone <laughs> like that. Oh man! And the Dwayne Johnson's like taking hits, and like he needs help in that fight. And I don't know, that was that was wild. Um, and then the Vin Diesel's just like picks him up by the legs. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, I, re- I really liked that whole, just from an, like an action choreography point. And I, and I thought that as silly as these twists were, and as much as I don't like the women just being used as damsels, I think that the movie did a nice job of ratcheting up the stakes at the end, where it's like, oh, now Luke Evans is scary because these other characters who you thought were safe are not safe. I I think that just as a as a at a base level of like, oh now I'm more tense and more invested and more like, kind of you know hooked by what's going on. Yeah, which this definitely continues the, what I liked, especially from from the the one on one fight between Vin Diesel and The Rock from the last movie, where I'm like these guys just know how to sell the action and like yeah. they look tired and they look angry and and like that makes Sweaty. it feel so much more real. When when yeah. Vin Diesel or The Rock they do a, a a running jump and then they punch a guy in the head I'm like <laughs> I don't normally get super excited about stuff like that <laughs> but I'm just like fist in the air let's go yeah, <laughs> yeah I was I was really excited about that <laughs> I love jump punching that's why I'm so annoying to play against in Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I am normally the guy that does a bunch of jump kicks. Oh, okay. I'm that guy. <laughs> that so. guy. Who, who's, yeah. who's your go-to in Smash Brothers, Alex? Luigi, and he has served me well. Oh my god, of course it's Luigi. <laughs> it's like a jump, oh jump head. Um. <laughs> Tyler, who's yours? I don't know. I, I mess with it too much. Probably Snake. Now, I'm just imagining played in Super years, Smash, but... but it's Fast and Furious characters, and I want that game. <gasps> I do want that game. Smashing Super, I I always go be- between Link and Zelda. There you go. Although now that Rosalina's in the mix, because I always play Rosalina on Mario Kart, 
games. Except the weapons would Because I'd never be, heard of her. They'd be steel pipes and handguns. <laughs> oh, and, and, and like... <clears throat> cor- cor- and Pokeballs. And, and cor- Corona... <laughs> Cans or whatever. It, it is, yeah. It what, is a game about family. I'm just saying. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. I, mean, um, I, mm. I just remember the first time I played Mario Kart Wii. I'd never heard of Rosalina, and I was like, "Who's this lady?" And I selected her, and she went, "Okay." And I was like, "Ride or die," <laughs> which is a sentence they say. In the this Super movie. or um, the Smashers and the Smashers. I messed that up. Continue. Um, <laughs> how did we feel about this, Mia in this movie? Because she does not also get much to do. I was yeah, surprised I, that there wasn't more of a conversation about her going on the mission with them. Yeah, which like she has, she has a baby. It makes yes, sense. but but then yeah. she would still at least raise the question of like, should I come with you guys? It's Letty. Well, I think I would argue yeah. it's the other way around. I would argue she shouldn't be arguing for that. She should be arguing for Brian to stay. Yeah, and then there's like a yeah. little bit of conversation, but not really. Like, uh, she'd be such a Skylar Breaking Bad, though. If she did. Oh that. my god! Oh. A realistic character who actually raises logical concerns about the situation. Oh my god! What a drag! I hate that. Let him have his fun. Let him be hit, the danger. Let him hit flies in a meth lab. Um, with Ryan Johnson pointing knock. a camera at him. Breaking Bad. But yeah, I you know, I, I wondered if this was a, I mean, I, I don't know anything about, maybe Jordana Brewster, like, was on a TV show or had other shooting, thi- like, maybe she just wasn't able to. I feel like if she was, they wouldn't have her come back in the finale. That's I feel like point. they, because they found That's room to point. include her in terms of her getting captured and then she's, she's floating around, she's trying to escape, yeah, and she's trying yeah. to get hit in the finale, she's driving around a little bit, uh, like. I feel like they would have just had her not show up till the end, but instead they do that. Yeah, that's a good point. And especially when she's, like, utilized a lot in the end and isn't just, like, yeah. tacked on as an epilogue. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's a good weird. point. Yeah, because she's been, like, a pretty important fixture in these movies, and it is a shame that, like, she's literally just a, a the mom who is damseled. Right. And... It, uh... It, it's not so much the choices that are made. It's just you need more time to let some of this stuff breathe. There are so many just lights which, like, turns in, in the story that just, they don't feel natural. Yeah. And, and they don't feel like they've been given their due. Yeah. Yeah. And some of it does spare us some, like, things we've seen in a ton of movies that, like, like I mentioned with, we didn't have to watch Dwayne Johnson or uh, uh, Dominic be like, what is your fault? Get him out of here. He's not my family. Actually, Brian, you are my family. <laughs> right. We didn't have to deal with any right. of that. But then in, in cases like this, it, it comes down to like character motivations that don't make sense. Yeah. I agree. It's it's some of that is a little <clears throat> a little messy. It doesn't feel efficient so much as it feels like, eh, just don't do it. Let's get to the cars. Yeah, and it's just it's it's just a little weird because it feels like there's an inconsistency with how they're approaching some of this stuff. Cause, cause like I said, I feel like the, the Han, um, Giselle, like telegraphing that she's going to die in this one. Like that stuff felt so on the nose to me. Like they, they mm. may as well have had Han say, I'm going to retire in two weeks. <laughs> like they, they may as well have done that. But then the Gina Carano thing, that's not telegraphed at all. And ends up not making any sense. So, I feel like we've got yeah. kind of two different approaches to, to this type of stuff in terms of setup and payoff um, instead of having it be, like, consistent, which is how I felt the last one was. I thought it was fairly consistent in, in 
kind of more smartly constructed than this. Yeah, I think so. Not that it's bad. I still had a good time. <laughs> yeah. it, it is one of those movies where I, while I was watching, I was like, this is really fun. I'm, I, I, you know, I know Tyler said he didn't enjoy it as much as the, as the last one. I think I maybe am. I'm not sure. <laughs> and then I got to the end. I'm like, yeah, that was a good time. Whatever. The ending's <laughs> kind of weird. And then I, you know, th- this is one of the, those movies where I just stew on it for an hour or two. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's got, it's got some problems. Yeah, I, I, the, the stuff that I really, really liked, if as much as, if not more than the previous, was the action sequences. Mm-hmm. You know, I do want to address. I also found. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say I want to address some of those action sequences because I think there's some fun stuff in yeah. a lot of those. Um, I don't know if any of them are. Yeah, go for it. Are up to snuff with the the big safe safe race in the last one. Ah, uh, sure. Um, there was nothing safe about mm-hmm. that race. But, you did point uh, out in our group chat that at least the characters care about civilians getting yes. horribly ran over by a tank in this one. <laughs> so that's one thing is that Luke <laughs> Evans is just like a complete psychopath and he's trying to like steamroll over people in cars and like doing it in a very violent, brutal fashion. Um, and then they actually say, we have to get him away from the civilians. I mean, it's not exactly civilians, but like we have to, we have to distract right. him. And so then like Roman like uh, puts his life on the line to like get in front of the tank and distract it and keep it keep it trained oh, on him. That was great. And, and it's, it's very like, oh. clearly not an easy thing to try and solve. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they... they... The, also, the emergence of that tank is amazing. Yes. It's beautifully yes. shot. And Ludacris' reaction is priceless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They have a, a fun bit where they, they... I mean, the way they stop the tank is they dangle a car off the side um, by attaching it to the tank with a, a cable and... The car gets yeah. flipped over the railing. They keep having to like smash it over the railing, and it won't go over, and it won't go over, and then it does, and it hooks on a pole, and that's when the tank flies up and smashes on its side, and Michelle Rodriguez does the big jump. Um, it's all good stuff. It's all fun and, and dumb. And Vin Diesel does the bigger jump? Yes, yes. The big <laughs> jump to meet her big jump. Um, and then also, I, I, re- I do really like the sort of gimmick of their racing cars that has have the slopes on the front that just they use to, com- like shoot cars past them uh yeah. and over them whenever yeah. they drive through them uh that's those are some fun little machines that they they used to good effect especially the scene where they flip paul walker over when he's chasing chasing them they like turn around and come back at him and he flips into the air and turns upside down and she winks at him and drives off um there's some fun stuff in there i, yeah, I don't know that I, I enjoyed it quite as much as the last one in terms of action but i there's some good stuff it's interesting because I remember us watching the first movie, and there's that weird bit where the police cars have they have like those dart guns that like disable the cars yes. or whatever, and us questioning mm. it, and like that seems out of place in this movie. And then we get to this one, <laughs> and they're shooting the darts that are very similar, but they're like hacking into the cars, and they get them yeah. to uh, go off the road. I'm like, they're like oh, yeah, discs this, instead of darts. This yeah. totally fits this movie, and <laughs> yes. not the first one. How far we've come? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a good is... bit where uh, Paul has to smash one off his car. It's good stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh that, yeah, that, that was really cool. Um, little touches like that in the action sequences to be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, our guys are competent. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how we have a confrontation between Vin Diesel and Luke Evans, and they kind of explain their worldviews and kind yeah. of their opposing ideologies. And then there's the the fun little thing with the, with the red dot. Like, there's a sniper on both of them. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. Luke Evans has an Aston Martin. That's why I'm thinking of him being James Bond. Um, <laughs> it's okay. 
Yeah, that's a fun. That's a cool okay. like standoff moment where they're like, okay, neither of us can handle this. Like, get 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 out of this. We're kind of gridlocked, so we're just gonna walk away. Right, um, yeah. and it is fun because well, they know that they're the, actually Vin Diesel's actually talking about family, and and Luke Evans is like family's right. dumb. Vin Diesel's like, what'd you say? <laughs> what'd you say to me? If you, <laughs> can see, if you can't get somebody to do it right, that they screw up, they're out. Yep. You you keep putting somebody in until you get it right. Yeah, and then Luke Evans pulled out his Nintendo Switch to show Vin Diesel the Pokemon team he'd assembled. He's like, it's a lot like when I'm playing Pokemon. <laughs> now, you see, I've got a Torterra, but he, he couldn't Dom handle Torterra. the fight in whatever. Um, yeah, well, it's also, it, it's smart that, like, they got the, have the snipers because they know there's no reason getting into a fist fight because Vin Diesel's all muscle and uh, Evans has the power of the undead. Mm-hmm. He's a Dracul. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, these, these are, they are evenly matched. <laughs> One's a bloodshot. One's a vampire. Who would win? Hey, Vin hey, Diesel wins, or a thousand-year-old vampire? Britain, exactly. you did not just quote the tagline from Alien vs. Predator at me. You did not I just sure do did. that. <laughs> yeah, for when we make Bloodshot vs. Dracula. <laughs> okay, if Paul W.S. Anderson does not direct that, I'm going to be gravely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a real X versus Sever. Oh my so. god! I did find it a little <laughs> weird how Luke Evans, like, like they keep having a guessing game, and he's always like ten steps ahead of him of, mm-hmm. of them. Like, mm-hmm. whatever you think he's going to do, he doesn't do. He's it's always a fake out until it's not. Like that's there's right. not really like a clever oh this is how we get him <clears throat> kind of kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to address some of the ways that they go about trying to get information um, because I had some thoughts on this throughout, like the kind of the way the plot unravels. Um, so early on, they're trying to figure out what Luke Evans is up to and where he's going and, and where they can track him down. And so somehow they end up finding the guy with the grappling guns, um, and that's where Gal Gadot and Gina Carano or uh, confront him, and then Han and Roman get involved. Um, and they start. They all start fighting, and uh, there's a weird bit where the grappling gun guy is sitting at the computer with the two women above him, and he like triggers something on his phone for them to come in, and then they shoot at all of them, and like the guy sees them in the car, and then uh, like the car drive up with the bad guys, and then the guy doesn't duck down. Uh, Gal Gadot has to like take him down with her as they all start shooting and he gets shot. And I'm like, why didn't he duck down? He knew. Why was he not just like, I don't oh, they're think here. he assumed that they were going to open fire. I assumed he was going to, that they were going to, I guess, know, like hold them at gunpoint. But it's just a weird, I don't know. It's, I, I guess I see the idea. But anyway, um, she then proceeds to find out from him as he's dying that, that Braga is involved. Right. And so then, mm-hmm. um, first of all, mean, meanwhile, kind of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker go to the pawn shop and uh, they interrogate the guy who sold Letty's guns. And that guy doesn't give them really any information. They just beat him up. Um, and so I was th- I was thinking about that and I was like, well, you know, it's it's not as long as the characters are trying to get information. It's not necessarily like a problem if they don't get any information, if it doesn't develop the plot for, you know, that we're just they're just trying to figure out where to go. I think they confirmed from him, like, because I guess like, confirmed oh, that Letty bought them or, or is no, no, in the not area not or... that. It's that that she's specifically still street racing. 
Sure. Although I think he, he says street racer type or something yeah. like that. Something like that. I, 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 I it, it, whatever it is, it leads to Vin Diesel going to street racing. Okay. Easter. Okay. So may, I guess that makes that scene. Um, but then, uh, then is the the big thing when Brian goes on his his DLC and finds Braga and the big thing that the big revelation he seems to get from Braga is that uh, Luke Evans is always. 10 steps ahead of you and if if he if you're doing what you want to do you're doing what he wants you to do sort of like there's a weird line where that's like what he mm-hmm. learned is that he's smart and plans about things um and so then that's somehow how they figure out that he's in the tank or going after the the, the convoy um i don't know there, there's a lot of weird not even jumps in logic but they they there's a lot of trying to get information from people that doesn't actually do much for them. Yeah, that if, that if is you, really just ends up them, with them following the plot and seeing where it's going. I wonder how much of this was written on the fly. Yeah. Because like, cause like I said, there's that one scene that, that, unless I'm crazy, it's clearly a reshoot where they're trading exposition, exposition with The Rock where he's like, all right, everybody, I'm going to have your cars delivered to this place and we're going to go stop Shaw here. I'm, mm. I'm wondering if, if they did a bunch of reshoots to like have little buffer scenes scattered throughout the action set pieces to try and get the exposition kind Could of be. figured out. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that this, this, the script wasn't fully kind of tight or completed by the time they were actually filming. Yeah. Which, I mean, scripts always change. They're always in flux. There's always, you know, care, you know actor ad-libs. The director comes up with something. N- nothing's ever fully concrete when you shoot the movie, but... I think yep. overall structure needs to be there. <laughs> yeah. One one last thing that I did enjoy to to end my comments on a positive note. I really like the scene uh, where uh, Dwayne Johnson and Ludacris are going to talk to the posh British man about his cars. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. great because the that's like the one stereotype these movies has had have had yes and it's a posh white i had the British same man. thought <laughs> um, he's just like completely yep. over the top like pretentious that the, the one the one racial stereotype <laughs> yeah. is a white guy yeah um, <laughs> it's good stuff he's 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 funny they they have some funny dialogue there's a bit about uh just a completely over the top dumb bit about ludicrous wanting the guy's uh clothes and then he he says yeah. uh dwayne johnson wants his shirt and he, and the guy's like, I don't think it's gonna fit. And he's like, I just I want a nice shirt. You told me I need a nice shirt. Give me give me your nice shirt. And like, the only thing that bit was missing was Dwayne Johnson then wearing know, the very right? small shirt. Put it wrapping around his head. Yeah, or yeah. Something. I mean that 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 guy, like I was half expecting that guy to like eat something, eat some ketchup, and go too spicy. That <laughs> <laughs> was fun. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I also noticed that in the opening the, the opening credits sequence. Um, first of all, there's a lyric in the song about kissing my girl with both eyes closed, and I thought, how weird would it be if you kiss someone with one eye closed? <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. But then I, they in that uh, 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 opening credits, they're showing footage from the previous movies, and I was like, isn't this how you ended the fifth one? Yeah. <laughs> like I remember all this. Stuff. I remember that exact shot of Ludacris because it was in yeah. the of from from the second movie because it was in the fifth whatever. Otherwise, fun movie. Alex, do you have any parting shots? 
No, not really. I, I feel like uh, in this discussion, I've been very negative on the movie, and I don't mean to be. Um, it was still, it was still really fun. All, all the characters that actually get something to do were still really fun. Um, yeah, I'm kind of upset that Han's not going to be around at least for the next two or three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. It was it yeah. was a good bit of fun. Not nearly as as thought out as well thought out as as the, the last one unfortunately yeah 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 I, I know we've all been trying to be pretty careful about spoilers i don't know when han comes back so it'll be it'll be good to see him whenever we do okay sure <laughs> do, you, do you know when he comes back i mean you saw the trailer for the new one with yeah. us Right. Well, yeah, but I I thought maybe he'd come back before then. Oh, oh maybe I don't know. I was I, I, was I could under be the completely wrong. That he doesn't, and that's why they had the justice okay. is coming. I could be wrong. Which is they've oh, really written themselves okay. themselves into a hole with finding a way to bring him back. If he does come back, then he gets yeah. killed off screen. <laughs> that explosion. I, I suppose there was a uh, sewer. Comic break. book rules, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles pulled him down. <laughs> we got you, dude. He uh, he, he, oh. he used that uh, that laser thing that, yeah. that Nick Fury uses in Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, it's comic book rules. If you don't see the body, they may not Pretty be much. dead. And even then, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you, what are y'all what are y'all grading? What are y'all doing for grades? It was a body double. It was a fake. It was a switcheroo. I see. What did I do Game for the last? Wig. What did I do for the last movie, Alex? Last one you gave B plus. I'll do flat B. Okay. Tyler, because man, those sequen- action sequences still work. I'm so gonna well. do B minus. I am doing a B minus as well. Is this the first time I've given the highest grade to a Fast and Furious movie? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I think so. Got it by by oh, that much. That. By that much. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. No spoilers. But I was looking at the full cast list for Furious Seven. There's a lot of exciting stuff. Coming. I'm I'm really fascinated to see moving forward because we haven't really addressed the the post credit scene where essentially we find out that the uh, kind of inconspicuous car that smashed into Han's car and ended up leaving Han to blow up in an mm-hmm. explosion in Tokyo Drift is actually Jason Statham, which is funny because I think that's exactly what we thought they were going to have to do. We're like, I guess he's going to yeah. be the one driving the car, and that's exactly what it is. He's like waiting, like mm-hmm. listening to police radio, waiting to do it. Um, and then he he walks away and he's like, I'm I'm calling you, or I'm I'm Shaw. You don't know me, but you will, or whatever. That was not a Jason Statham. Exit. Dominic Toretto. Uh, yeah. Um. But then, uh, Dominic I'm, Toretto. I'm very curious about how we go from there because I know people have sort of complained about this, uh, about how Hobbs and Shaw has him and like he's now like kind of a good guy. Um, so I'm curious mm. to see that arc over over like two movies. How we it's okay? He was brainwashed. It's sure, fine. sure, sure. How we go? From, he has amnesia. <laughs> um, it was a clone. <laughs> uh, it was his twin. Um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how we pulled that off. Um, and also just in general, yeah. I mean... Yeah, they wanted to originally name it uh, Hobbs and, and Shaw's twin brother, who's actually kind of a good guy, but the, the title just didn't <laughs> sell. It didn't seem well, as it's, sexy. It's fine, because it's... This is my twin brother, Sason Jason. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like an actress in a Greta Gerwig movie. Um <laughs> 
yeah, uh, I'm I'm very curious to see where we go from here, um, because I know like seven is the big one, and obviously we'll we'll have to face um, yeah Paul Walker's absence after that, which is is going to be, I'm sure. I'm not upsetting. looking forward to that. He's he's been a, a quite the staple in this franchise, and I am I am kind of afraid yeah. that we're going to get to the next one, and, and I'm going to be like, yeah, that's the end of the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the sure. same time, I know that uh, Vin Diesel is is really excited about getting to 10 movies because he's been in uh or he had conversations about with him about how excited they were to like basically he promised paul walker like oh we're gonna make it to 10 movies and paul was like you're really you know like no way that's crazy like we'll never get there and and so i'm i'm excited to see them at least see that through um yeah yeah just for the sake of it regardless of however the movies turn out um but yeah i'm i'm very interested to see yeah if han comes back all that stuff ne- next one's i think it's going to be interesting because I assume I don't know anything about who else joins our team. I know I know Jason mm-hmm. Statham's there as a villain, um, but like I assume there's going to be some replacements for Han and Gal Gadot, and I guess yeah, uh, love interest who is here for two movies is now gone. I assume, um, but like I'm curious. I'm curious where we go from here. Right. Who would you guys want? So obviously we we do know some of the big villains coming up. Jason Statham, Helen mm-hmm. Mirren, Charlize Theron, John Cena, Idris Elba. Who should be the final? Who should be the final bad guy? Oof, in these Robert movies? Downey Jr. <laughs> that would be interesting. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. He would, yeah, Downey. I actually had that thought earlier. Is Downey would be good, or you go full like? It's it's Richard Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> I did my first thought was Jeff Goldblum, but I think I just suggested him for everything. So, oh. um, if Albert Finney yeah. were still alive, rest in peace, <laughs> Albert I, Finney. Albert. I, uh, Welcome to Scotland. <laughs> we're not in Scotland. Sean Connery. Um, <laughs> he comes back for Fast oh. Ten. You're the uh, car now, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I would have definitely said John Cena before they announced that he was going to be in, in the next one. Um, no, but what he says is, "You're the man now, Dom." No, <laughs> no you're the car now, Dom. We gotta put the it car now, Dom. And it's because Dom has finally completed his transformation. I've been replacing parts of my internal organs with cars. Are you telling me Bumblebee now has been Vin Diesel team. this whole time? Yep. Then he does a full Transformers, can, becomes a car. Can the villain be Tom Hardy Bane? Can we do that? Can we just like <laughs> he's back? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Don't worry. Don't worry about where he came from. Don't worry about where he went. You need to enunciate, Mister Toretto. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying. You merely adopted the cause. I was raised in a this car. This bomb is arms. This bomb is mobile because all of my cars have V8 engines in them. <laughs> you merely adopted the nitrous. Uh, I was born in it. <laughs> That's why I have this fun mask on, Mr. Dark. I'm dying of cancer. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I really want that. Okay, my other, like that. my actual serious answer would be that they've they've got to get Dave Batista in these movies somehow, and that would be a fun way to do it oh. um, because he could be. Yeah. I think he could be very fun and also threatening. Um, yeah, agreed. If they wanted to have him be the big the big bad at the end somehow, Daniel, Daniel Craig would also be a good. Point. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. That would be a good. But as Benoit Blanc, <laughs> <for> <laughs> Knives Out. Benoit Blanc is investigating 
the horrible <laughs> murders of the Toretto gang. That that's that's how it comes full circle. We just have him investigating all of their crimes from these movies. <laughs> yes. he's, he's following the link, and, and everyone's like, well, it "Looks like somebody needed to get out of Dodge." Everyone's Fast. like, "Oh, they've uh, been well. They've their records are here. We've got it in the computer. You can see." You know, they're criminals. Like, we've got it all right here. They were actually pardoned. They're fine now. They're all good. We we have all the information. <laughs> He's like, ah, but I think there's more here. Final suggestions. Sean Bean mm. or Gwendolyn Christie. Mm. That's pretty good. Both? Yeah. Ooh. I would love I would love if Gwendolyn Christie... You, you flipped it and Gwendolyn Christie was the... Uh, the like actual villain than Sean Bean's the big bad as opposed to your your James or no sorry not Sean other way around Gwendolyn Christie is the big bad and then Sean Bean is the the psychic Uh, like like flipping the James Bond thing oh you've always got the the big evil mastermind and then he's got the female henchman who has no words may Uh, I throw out a Britain remind me who's the actor from the first film who is also Zhao in Die Another Day do you remember? Oh, Rick, Rick Yoon. Yes. Bring him back, but he's got the diamonds <laughs> in his face. <laughs> They're all tiny cars. They're all like little Hot Wheels. <laughs> Jackie Chan would also be good. Ooh, yeah. No, okay. I think that might be my, my vote. That would be a lot of fun. Um, uh, also, wait. I, I, I love the, the gag with... with uh, Brian's son, and they're like debating about which car he actually wants. That sure. was that was very cute. Uh, two two more yeah, fan casting thoughts here because um, I, I feel like this is too much fun to go down, and we will probably continue to go down this hole in the future podcast. But two more thoughts. Um, one, uh, oh, I was gonna say, oh, could we have Brosnan? Uh, wouldn't be bad. I was gonna say, yeah, that would be good. I was going to say, uh, in, in the, the spirit of, of the fulfilling the action movie uh, role, kind of the, the, big, the big bald buff man action movie role, could we have Bruce Willis be the final boss? Um, mm-hmm. If he cared. If he cared. If we can get him to care. Which I think, I think he could get it. We could Ryan get him Johnson care. would have to direct his scenes in order to get him to care. <laughs> Wait, his scenes? <laughs> Excuse me? You mean the movie? I, I think I, no. I, he specifically. I Justin Lin would be able to carry the weight. I'm fine. I'm, well, I'm Justin Lin's that. not even doing the eighth or ninth or whatever. So let's br- bring directed by, dire- directed by Justin Lin. Mr. Willis's scenes directed by Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want Ryan Johnson to direct Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I mean, his triumphant return and everyone loves it. <laughs> see, I, I'd be afraid that he would just be like, yeah, you, it's, uh, uh, you know how these are car racing movies? Literally no cars in the movie this time. <laughs> We're only having people in one room talking to each other. Cars out. Um, my, my second thought here, in the universe where cars Bane out, is the villain... Cars out, on. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Uh, in the universe where, where Bane is the, the big bad, um, can John Wick join the team? Can <laughs> we just... Keanu Reeves in general is actually... Haven't there been rumors or something about Keanu Reeves potentially joining this at some point? I would love that. I sure hope there are. That would be so good. Maybe I made that up. I don't know. He would also actually be a pretty good uh, final final villain. Um, Yeah. Just because he could could beat them all up. Um, It'd be fun. 
Oh, mm-hmm. now I'm just I'm I'm okay with anyone who one of the main stars from the Matrix, him, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, make any of them the <laughs> bad guy. Make all three of them the bad guy. Joe Pantoliano, there we go. Joe Pantoliano? Pantoliano, I can't even say his name. Uh Heck Hugo <laughs> Weaving, if he can care. Let's literally just I don't, list off every actor we can think of. I don't want to bring in Hugo Weaving as a villain. I want to bring him in as part of the team. He's like their Q. <laughs> this but let me ask you, did he, did he slap your butt, or did he sort of grab and hang on to it? This car has a V8 engine. And meanwhile, uh, uh, Tyrese and Ludacris are laughing at, at his joke. They're like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then Hugo Weaving is like, yes, quite. <laughs> anyway, uh, you yeah. can find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. You can find us on Twitter at HCTSequels. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes if you search Here Come the Sequels. You can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. We also have a SoundCloud now. I don't know. Go search that. I don't know how that works. Um, I just I just <laughs> upload the podcast. I don't, I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it plays a podcast. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, I think, all we, we got for today. Um, hope you all are staying healthy, staying safe. Woo. Uh, any, any last thoughts? Nick Nolte. Okay. <laughs> That's a concept? Yes. I hope we have subtitles for when he talks to Vin Diesel. <laughs> so is it going? <laughs> that is true. I suppose you, you would have to... I, I don't want to open this up to more discussion because we need to end this. But I think, I think our homework for next week should be coming up with who is the best foil in the sense that it is another person who is, who is hard to understand and is a big, a big buff man mm. and... Yeah. Which, well, it has to be it has to be um, Boomhauer from King of the Hill. <laughs> Which uh, again, I do present Bane. Um, yeah, that's. A, I think Bane is my favorite so it's far. Christian Bale, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Deckard Shaw, can we trust him? <laughs> the car is always slowest just so you before can, the you gas. Back to, Wait. To... Kill my family. No, I can barely stop you. Can we get... <laughs> I'm dying. I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, right, yeah. We'll put him, put Gary him Oldman. Can okay. we get Gary Oldman, mm. but it's 90s Gary Oldman, where every single role he's doing is the most over-the-top performance you've ever seen sure. in your life? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> I've been Tyler. Hey, I've been Britain. I've been Alex, and hopefully you're not having a furious night. <laughs> <laughs> Movies!